Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm Drew Steck. We have a full show for you here tonight in playoff season with the locals. We got our president, Steve Brockoff. How you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. I'm I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, it, it's Wednesday. It's playoff week. Um, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Presidents to presidents, not to skip over our other wonderful guest who we'll get to in a second, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Ricardo Campos. How are you doing, bud? Good to yes, have sir. you. I am it's an honor. great. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you. Is it? It is. It is. Um, it, is. it is an honor. Yeah. We. This is our first time having you since you got the interim president uh, uh, a role, and I think we'll get to I that later. I president. I don't say the yeah. other part. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like that word either, but... Um, it's an honor to have you for sure and and to recap this regular season and to get into a monumental week and a monumental match Um, but not to uh, to ignore our fourth person here at the table Um, our resident capo Mr. Nick Duffy how you doing man? I'm doing great man I'm doing really well I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a while I know I know like we didn't just like finish our last beer two hours ago and drive home to do this podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to ignore him because he's plenty loud and he will be heard on this podcast uh, with several player suggestions from islands in the South Pacific. <laughs> no, I promised. Uh, I, I promised I wouldn't do. It. He did promise us before the the podcast. Unlike most podcasts he's on, he will not chill for uh, for Kiwi players. But we'll see. Yeah. So Kiwi good to have you with us, Nick and Ricardo. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the playoff matchup, obviously coming up with San Antonio, a team we've never faced before in this club's history, and they've never hosted a playoff matchup. We've never been in the playoffs. It's going to be a fun thing to talk about. Reflect a little bit on this last matchup and then look forward to the watch party as well locally for anybody who'd like to attend. So, Steve, uh, let's talk about this this last matchup against Before the we talk about here. that, let's talk about our beers because we're oh, getting yes. important stuff first. Drew. Sorry, we were drinking earlier. so I <laughs> We were, we were. That's true. That's true. Shouts to, shouts to uh, Kairoa Brewing. Um, yeah, it's great. Kiwi. A Kiwi Brewing Company um, down in University Heights. Uh, Nick, you especially wanted to go there. Uh, really good spot. That was yeah. awesome. Thanks for having us. Um, but right now I'm drinking a Bad Boy by Alpine Imperial IPA. This is, a, this is a seasonal beer. It's really effing good. Um, all right, Ricardo, what you got? What you got, buddy? So you guys probably get this a lot, but I don't because I don't drink on game day. So this is oh, – <laughs> you can't – ooh, special – uh, this is a delicious IPA. Nice. But it's green screened um, out right now. Yeah, it is. Ricardo's <laughs> camera. For anybody who's watching, so it almost looks like a like so looks like a test beer that we've never seen before. Right. That's amazing. So this is special edition stuff that the I can't stadium, share. This can. is a secret. <laughs> it really does. Out next year. <laughs> it looks like it looks like when, when you guys the when the club put out the, the secret tactical stuff on that on that one uh that one tweet you guys put out. That was funny. When you guys like covered up the, secret, oh, the screen, yeah. yeah, that was good. Really, really good. Beer magic. The redacted, redacted. Yeah, doing some uh, research out there. Got to make sure secrets don't come out. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't sure. blame you. All right, Nick, what you got? What you drinking? You on the I water am drinking a craft beer called Smart Water. Ah, Smart I'm on Water. The I'm on, I'm on the H2O. On the H2O. It's actually just filtered water filled up in the bottle because I'm cheap. Sounds pretty high beer. Reuse that that's actually smart water instead of paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's my bottle that I reuse. Right on. Drew down to that. What you got? Uh matcha? No, I'm just kidding. Um no, <laughs> I have a straw. Uh no, I'm drinking a, a Moscow Mulish thing. Nice. Mm, I like not the ish. Exactly one, but it's in like a copper mug and it has 
stuff in it. I like it's the like a, part of the Moscow. Yeah, mule. it's like a Ukraine mule, like a, a Kiev mule. Exactly, it's a it's a um, Crimean mule. Saint Saint, Saint Petersburg mule. Yeah, a little bit of radiation <laughs> mixed in. It's great. So yeah, like like Drew just kind of said, we're gonna uh, finish up the last game of the regular season. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of a preview for the playoffs, and we'll hang out a little bit after that. So, um, but before we jump into that, the regular season's over. It's kind of weird, guys, right? Like, mm. it, it just it's it kind of like blink. None of it matters. matters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, matter, there's, but none of it matters. Yeah, and there's no more points. All there's no more. Yeah, there's no more points, right? It's not like go get three points in Texas. It's win or you're done, right? It's 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 you got to win the game. It's not about a table or, or standings. It's you got to win. That's it. So um, if I could pick one word, it would be unforgiving. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. There's there's no there's no more no more. Oh, we played well, but we didn't get the result, and oh, you know, it, now it's win or we done. And it, it's kind of nuts to think about, right? You, you go this whole season, and all of a sudden you're in the playoffs, and it's that's it. That's it. It doesn't matter anymore. I mean, the standings matter to get that home playoff game, which we didn't do, and we'll talk about that a little bit too. But um, here we are, and it's win or be done. That's it. So question about that. Yeah. Right? World soccer, there's the table. You have the league. You win the league through the table. World Cup, Champions League, it's playoff format. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose, what would you prefer? Oh, God, you're, you're Ooh, bringing the hard questions right at the beginning. <laughs> Well, I'm not no, a Phoenix fan, so I don't prefer winning the table. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but, that, but then I, it's a valid question, focus, right? Oh, the totally. And play I, differently yeah. that way. MLS has had this question where they really don't value the supporter shield, right, at all there. They seem to only value the playoffs, and I think it's been a contention for numerous groups of supporters throughout the years who say we had a really great 30 games so season, right? We deserve to celebrate this like it's a, an achievement. For me, this season, not not so much just because of the way that the schedule is set up, right, with the close quarters and four games against, uh, you know, each opponent. But I would say in a normal season, I do think there's a massive achievement to say that we did so well that we've outpaced everybody else to where we hoist that. And there's something that's kind of special about building that achievement. Um, the American sports, you know, ideal, I think, is always getting hot at the right time, having the right special moment. Uh, to where you can just eke in and still, you know, win everything. I think that's the Cinderella story that most people love when it comes to playoffs. But for me, there is something that's really nice about knowing that you built a foundation and you did things so right that you dominated um, over that period of time. So for me, I would say I really, if if it became more, um, you know, well appreciated, I would definitely be a person who's more in the camp of wanting a full season trophy in that case. Instead of playoffs, I think I think I would hold it up with just as much esteem if we did that. But it's one of those things where the way that American sports are set up, I think that most people just say whoever wins the playoffs is the champion because that's you know it's the battle royale. It's everybody in the mix, and can you do it when you're all thrown in the same kitchen and nothing works right and you know the, everything's burning and like that's that's kind of the thing I think for for American sports fans is can you do it anywhere and do it anytime. And that that's what they constitute the playoffs as, I think, as opposed to saying, can you do it anywhere, anytime throughout the season it's, it's, and building a resume? It's so hard. It's so hard to choose. It's like you guys, the club, they, you know, you tweet it out, like pick your favorite moment from the regular season. I can't, I can't pick one. And this is like the kind of the same situation. I don't, I don't know. I mean, part of me says, yeah, I love the regular season, like EPL traditional European soccer format, because you love like who's the best through the whole season. But at the same time, like Drew said, it's kind of a, Hey, go in the, 
go in the battlefield and see who see what happens. You know, we we made our we, we the club Sandy Loyal made our way into the battlefield, and if we come out on top, we win the cup. And that's that's there's something to be said about that. So I kind of see it both ways. But Nick, get your yeah. word. What do you think? Yeah, for me, I like to think of it in in the na- different narrative. Like both types bring a different narrative. Like over an entire season with with pro and rel involved, you can get some really cool stories of teams maybe being up top that you wouldn't expect to be there or like relegation battle stories. But then at the same time in a playoff format, you have Goliath, David and Goliath battles. And then sometimes David comes out on top and, and anything can happen in those 90 plus minutes. And I don't know, like both, both things are super interesting. Yeah. It's a good question. It's a super good question. It's a good, yeah. good way to start this off. Um, all right, but let's, let's jump kind of backwards for just once. Um, the last match, uh, obviously versus Sacramento, uh, there was there were moments there. There were moments there that we really thought that we, you know we went we go up a goal. Um, you know we have a lot of people at the watch party at Stone, kind of keeping an eye on the match, streaming the match, going, "Hey, LA LA Galaxies, you know they they they've got their chances." And there was definitely a few uh, heavy moments there that I was like, "Wow, we're gonna pull this off. We're gonna host this game." And in the back of my mind, I'm not gonna lie, uh, one of the first things that that I thought it was. We're gonna have to pull off a tifo in one week, <laughs> yeah. which uh, isn't is no plan, is no small feat. <laughs> but no, it, um, it was not not gonna be easy. Yeah, I was gonna to have to make up a lot of excuses for work. But well, we're gonna host one next week, Steve, because yes. everything falls our way. We're gonna to have to do the same thing. I so. agree. I agree. It's, but yeah. obviously, it wasn't to, ready. It wasn't to be. Um, let's kind of back up a little bit more, uh, starting with the lineup. Um, yeah, Nick, this is one thing that we talked about at, at, mm. at Stone was was Austin was not in the starting lineup. Uh, you kind of want to dive into that and, and give me your, what you, what you thought of right from the start there. Yeah. I was a little bit nervous initially because what I'd seen from Dylan, like obviously I don't see the training and, and the effort he's been right. putting in training. The only, only thing I had to go off was that one game where he didn't look too convincing to me. So, so it was a bit nervous, but at the same time, I trust the coaching staff. They know what yep. they're doing. And obviously he, Dylan had been putting in the work on training ground and he showed it in the game. So but just to see a change in the last game right before the playoffs was was a bit nerve wracking initially. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I I, I was I was equally um, like, wow, this is an interesting play. Um, kind of one thing that I thought of, and I, we just talked about this earlier tonight too, was like kind of making sure both keepers are ready for the playoffs. You know, you don't want a super cold keeper to go in uh, just in case you know something happens to Austin. Um, I'm not sure, uh, Ricardo. I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have anything you want to say? Um, like what do you what did you think about that? What did you think about seeing that from your perspective? Like no, as a look, fan, uh, as a fan, it's, as as a fan, right? I, I can say yeah. I, I have a little bit of inside knowledge, right? But sure, of course, the um, president. <laughs> I, I would say um, there are tough decisions that you have to make yeah. when you're in the coaching staff, and and Austin has been amazing for us. There were a number of games where he saved us in many ways. Um, but there are times that, you know, the coaches just have feelings for who's at their peak and who's doing well. And I, I you know, have a hundred percent trust that they feel that and they see it. And there's a number of times that you get it right. A couple of times you get it wrong too. Like let's, let's be honest, right. There's a lot of things that you do there. Sure. Um, but I, I thought Dylan came in and did a very good job. I agree. Um, you know, there was a couple of key moments there that I was like, whoa, that's great. And I unfortunately don't get to go to as many trainings as I wish I could, but the ones that I have been, I have seen Dylan has been doing a very good job, but it doesn't take away in any way from Austin, in my opinion. 
Um, he's been he's been amazing, and he has served this club incredibly well. And they both deserve. I do not wish to be in the coach's spot to make that mm-hmm. decision. That's yeah, I mean, I we we had we had Matt Hall on um, earlier this like really early on the season. I think maybe even before the season started, and we talked a lot about how kind of how he keeps that culture of the goalkeepers, you know, fresh. Like how it's not a competition where Austin's like he doesn't dislike Dylan or Trey because he's not playing. It's just the culture and the way that the kind of the competition is. So I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it doesn't seem like, you know, we saw Austin earlier and he wasn't like disgruntled that he didn't play that game, or at least we, I know Mm. as far as we could tell, but no, he wasn't. I think he understands it. You know what I mean? He gets it. It's it's part of the, the game. It's, it's, it's part of, of the job that he's signed up for. So, um, Again, like like you said, I think Dylan did a fantastic job, and and honestly, like as a fan going into the playoffs, I'm like, we have two great goalkeepers. So if something happened, yeah. you know, if we didn't see that out of Dylan, and and let's say Austin starts on Friday, and he gets injured in the fifth minute, I'm not going to be super nervous now. Going, you know, hey, Dylan's going to sub in, or vice versa, you know, yeah. either way. So uh, it kind of gives that it. it gives that kind of like solid, you know, hey, we've got a good number one regardless. So it's a good thing. At the end of the day, it's a good thing. Totally. Yeah. That's that's how I even thought of it when they put him in. I, I thought yeah. it was just a, even if you're looking at it as, hey, let's get this person some minutes so that their last minutes wasn't a defeat or something that sits bad in the mind, but at least something that's they could control or they were out there and they feel like they were fresh uh, in some ways, right? To, to feel like they can come into a match and not feel like it's been on ice for a bit. And so that's how I read the, the lineup. Essentially, but it's hard because, you know, as we knew, Josh was there with us at the watch party as well, right? So we had Yarrow, who was out of the lineup, which was awesome to have him with us and awesome to have him participate and and just kind of sit in with everybody and hang out Mm -hmm. and watch the match. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we knew he wasn't starting, right, in that sense. So we we already knew that that wasn't a surprise. And so trying to make sure that for a a game here that we could have that back line carry when our most stout person at stopping – any balls into the boxes here was also not going to be there. So uh, that's one of the things where for me, I think going into this next match, hoping that we just have another tool back there to work with. But that's one of the things where he was our second and first in a lot of people's player of the year voting. It's, it speaks volumes anytime he's not on the field and just not available for selection or, or just not chosen in this case, maybe to fresh him up for the playoffs, I'm guessing hopefully, but um, you know, as a fan, that's, that's something where you look for and say, okay, you know, I can see what we're doing here. It's just a question of where we going, you know, with the ability to win there. And yeah. what you really have to do is score goals away, right? Anytime you want to win away, you have to score goals. And so let's, let's score jump goals in. at home too. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's, you have let's, to let's score goals. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's fly through this right? regardless. Yeah. Let's fly through this list lineup. So Oliver Laraz was back. Uh, that was exciting. Uh, back, yes. at, back at right back. Uh, Elijah oh, Martin okay. at left back. Grant Stoneman, Kyle Montgomery, both center back pairing. Charlie, the rock in center midfield. Jack Blake. Blakey was back for his first start in a while. Uh, Colin, um, again, solid since he's been back. Guido, uh, and then Toomey and and Augustine Williams up top. Um, I do think that the club, you know, we, we played really well in the first half. We had a lot of good chances. Uh, we just couldn't score. You know, it just didn't happen for us. Um, I don't want to dwell on this game too much. We got a lot to get to. But uh, I, I think, we, like I said, we played really well. Um, in the second half, uh, pretty uh, a banger. By by Guido, uh, just a phenomenal goal. It's the exact kind of goal you expect your number ten slash second striker to to, to kind of score. Um, Mo goal, just a perfect. Yeah, that's that's perfectly said. A most solid goal. You know, just kind of 
played into the box, takes a couple touches and, and slides it right into the, into the back netting. Um, it's just, it's the kind of goal you love to see, you know, it, you want to see more of it, but um, it's not, they're not obviously not easy goals to score. So uh, that's why Mosala plays for Liverpool and gets paid what he gets paid. And, and why, um, you know, we love to see those goals out of Guido. So uh and, and those, when that Guido goal went in, those were the moments that it was like, wow, this is going to happen. You know, I was, I kept getting reports, uh, shouts to, to Gabe, uh, Gabe Retzer and, uh, and, and John Cross at, John at Cross, the, yeah. at the, at the, the stone watch party who were streaming the game. Uh, they kept yeah. giving us reports and sacrificing I was, if, phone battery. For yeah. Our, if our if, I, if I wanted an update, I knew who to shout for and say, Hey, how's it going? What's, what's the score? What's going on? And, and they kept, totally. give, you know, giving uh, me, LA kept, was Missing so many chances, it was yeah, killing yeah. me. I, I heard that sitter, sitter. sitter. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, oh, it was so it was killing me. Um, but yeah, those were moments that we really thought this was going to happen, and then obviously didn't. So they I'll take it. full blame for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you pay the right people, Ricardo? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. Can't we have a budget for this? Parties. I can't come. Uh, to can't come. Oh, you're superstitious. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a oh. very bad track record. So for good news, I will not be attending on Friday. You'll be at the game. Wow. I'll be okay. at the game. Yes. There you um, go. You're going to be in the basement of the Alamo? Right. Good thing. Okay. I, I will say the goal that they did score, um, uh, it, you know, you, you hate to see it, you know, kind of lost their man at the back post, but I would like to give a shout out to Cameron, Cameron Owasa um, for ending his career like that. Uh, just a, He was looking you know, for it, man. I wouldn't, he, he I wouldn't say – I'm not going to sit here and you know. I'm not going to sit here and claim that I've been a USL championship lifer, but I've I certainly did my research when Loyal came into the league, and um, he he's been a journeyman, and and it was it was pretty it's pretty cool to see him score a goal like that. You know, it's almost it's almost like if if Zizo had been on our team for four years and mm-hmm. then he scored in his final match, right? So there's something to be said about that. So shouts to him, Sacramento um, native. While right? it so while it was a, against it's pretty cool, yeah, and while it was yeah Sacramento native exactly. So while it was not to our benefit. Um, I would like to give that shout out. And ultimately, Orange County scored in stoppage time. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say deserve by any means, but uh, they did score. So regardless, if we won our game, we would not have hosted a game, a, a playoff match. But um, not to dwell too much, I do think that we will um, do a kind of deeper dive on a regular season and a full season recap once Loyal has has either lifted the cup or they are out of the running. Um, we didn't want to, as I like we didn't, to yeah, it, we, yeah. we didn't want to, to close the book before it hit. It nah, the fully the body's still so. warm, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anything else, anything else on that Sacramento game, guys, let's go around the horn. Drew, Ricardo, Nick. We didn't get a shot on target till after the 30th minute. I think that's noticeable. I think if that's something we do this week, we're going to die. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to, you have to do that and you have to, especially in a playoff matchup, just give yourself a chance. And, and the only way you can do that is by putting balls on frame. So um, that's, that's something you have to generate. And I felt like that was a little bit lacking, but end of the season, a little bit different personnel, uh, trying to figure out the passing lanes, that kind of stuff. I, I'm, you know, you're hoping that that's all been worked out and, and ready to go this week. That's just one of the things I carry over and say, I'd like to see a little bit different. Sorry, Ricardo. No, I, uh, I think, I think it was the beginning of the second half that we controlled and we played our best game, best part of the game. Um, it, I think it was great that we were able to get Blake and Ollie a little bit more time on the field before we get into the playoffs. So, yeah, of course, we wanted a home playoff game, but if we would have won that game, we still wouldn't have had the home playoff game. So, right. 
it was great to see those guys get some time on the field, on the road. Um, I'm super excited for, for that. And then Landon and the coaching staff having all of the tools in the toolbox to, to be able to pull them out whatever way they want to. So, I, you know, it's, it's always sucks not to win a game, but it's, you know, it's part of it. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. It is what it is, and now we can focus on the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, so now, yeah. now I'd say we're caught up to from the past, and let's get to today. So today was pretty awesome. Uh, the club obviously flew out to San Antonio uh, for the club's first ever playoff match. Um, there were a lot of us there at the at the the airport terminal two to see the club away. Um, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who kind of either called out sick of work or took their long lunch or whatever Worked it took to, and took advantage. Yeah, yeah, whatever it took to get Thanks down so there. Um, it was yeah. it was awesome. It was really cool to kind of see the players away. Uh, you can kind of see it in their eyes when they got out of the car or the bus or the shuttles or whatever and. And kind of were like, wow, this is really rad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I know that uh, you guys, the support, you know, the rest of the supporters did this for Phoenix for the beginning of the season. So the end of the season, it kind of, you know, it's kind of an end cap. Um, I was at that Phoenix game. I was in Phoenix. So I, I, I obviously wasn't at the airport then. But um, I do know that that did happen. Um, so it's pretty rad to kind of see it on both ends of the season. Um, so, yeah, big shout out to um, everybody who showed up today. I could tell that it mattered. Um, yeah, I, if if I can say something there, please, please, a, a billion percent, it mattered, and it matters, and it may, has an impact. The number of players who talked about it and like are appreciative for that, because being on the road is not easy, right? Like they have a nice little stadium; it's it's going to be an impact. It is very expensive to go to San Antonio. It is. In case anybody didn't mm-hmm. look at it, um, yeah, flights are not cheap these days. And and like I know there was a number of people who wanted to be there and couldn't. I appreciate the ones who took long lunches because they got stuck in traffic to get back to work. Mm. Nobody lied, right? So, um, <laughs> no, A few just, people wearing it, masks, maybe for medical reasons, maybe to right. not show up in pictures. I don't exactly. know. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, to be fair, there was another 300 people that were there that were not in the picture, but, you know, we don't mention their names. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, just uh, incredibly thankful to have this kind of community here who takes the day to go and do that. You don't see that in, in any level, in many ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just thankful to have people like you guys um, who are there for, for the club and, and the players appreciate it. And I know they'll they'll think of that as they're stepping on the field on, on Friday night. It's a quiet day at the airport. Right. So anyone showing up on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. doesn't expect to have people. I think for people who weren't even the players, it was nice to see it. So we saw different people get out of the car and just seeing going. That's nice. That's but like, and they didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> they didn't know what we were doing there. And it was, this is community building, you know, and it's, yeah. that's what's cool too, is that it's, this is the kind of thing people see. And they, I think a lot of Padres fans who maybe even are just starting to turn their eyes on loyal and, and what we're doing here are seeing and saying, that's a little different, right? Maybe they go down and greet them at Petco or whatever, but, you know, going to the airport and actually being there and, and, that kind of thing. I think it's just, it's something that's special about this community and everybody that, that takes time to show up on, again, a really random time to, to be able to make it to the airport. So, so many of you, I'm in school, yeah. I'm at a bo- job. Right. We appreciate you. And we know you wanted to be there in spirit. And if we could do it on a Saturday at three, <laughs> that would be the send off time, but that's usually when teams play. <laughs> so it's, that's usually not going to be the time, but uh, we appreciate all, everybody was able to show up and, and, make it out there especially with parking rates at the airport these days being what it was so uh appreciate it yeah, yeah just, it's, it's, 
Sorry. Please, Nick, no, go for it. I was, go- I was going to say it's it's it looks good on behalf of the club as well for future players who might want to come or are coming to the to the club when they see fans of the club doing that and creating an environment. They it's, they're more likely want to come to set to play for San Diego Loyal. So it's also a good promotion for the club itself. And yeah, I mean players. I mean, Ricardo mentioned it, but we definitely looked. I mean, we were at Stone when it was kind of finalized. You know, we wouldn't be hosting a playoff game. Even when it was looking, you know, not likely, we were on our phones. And a round-trip ticket to San Antonio was $600-plus. And if it was, you know, let's say if it was Colorado, I'd be there. If it was, you know, kind of anywhere else, I'd be there. Obviously, hosting was ideal. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just the, the the ticket to San Antonio was just ungodly expensive for whatever reason. And um, I, I just I couldn't do it. I, I, I've been to uh, six away matches this season and I, I've done what I can to support this team on the road. But I just I couldn't justify the price for the, the travel. So um, I will be supporting. And this is kind of my way. And I think the locals way of, of supporting the team as they go on the road. Right. I mean, Ricardo, you mentioned it. But as they step on the field, I hope that they kind of think of this moment that you know, we couldn't be there. Not the 50 people that showed up today in the at the airport, God, we wish we could be there, but we can't, you know, we, we yeah. just financially, you know, uh, personal commitments, family commitments. Um, but God, we wish you could be there, but I just hope that the, the, the team kind of thinks of these moments and, and thinks of us as, as they get ready to play, uh, this pivotal match. So mm. that's all I, you know, I hope so. And, uh, sure. you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, all right. But so here we are two days away from our first playoff match, second season, two days away. Um, lots of twos tonight. But um, I mean, I'm excited. I'm obviously so excited to see this team play uh, do or die, right? Like I, I kind of mentioned at the beginning, it's no longer points. It's no longer a table. Um, it's, it's just it's win or, or you're done. It, it's, it's put up or shut up. There's, there's no more excuses. There's no more, oh, we played well, but we just didn't get that result. Now it's about results. Now it's about, you know, you put the ball in the back of the net more times than they did or you lose or you're out. Like there's, there's no more excuses. There's no more. Oh, we were so close. It was inches away. You know, it doesn't matter anymore. Now it's time to, to win. Um, and Nick, you've, you've talked about that a lot this season. I mean, we're talking to you um, a bunch. You're, you got, you got very done with, ah, oh, we, you know, good performance, but we didn't get the results. Yeah. So I'd like to let you it's uh, okay stand, for half the, stand, half stand on your season. pedestal, stand on your pedestal okay. and, 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 and do your thing. <laughs> it's okay for half the season, but when you hear it every week after a, a tough game that is emotionally draining, it kind of yeah. gets to you. But it's it's like I understand the the sentiment as well, but yeah, like going into a game where you have to win off a, a form that hasn't been that great in the last few games, uh, it, it, it's it's a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I know the boys can do it and pull up and up pull off an upset against them, and I know they can do it. But it is also very nerve wracking when when you're coming off a, a form that we have at the moment. Yeah. So before we before we jump into more. Um, uh, we've had a watcher here um, ask this question a couple times. And Ricardo, I'd like to throw to you: What if it's okay. a tie? What are the postseason like playoff rules? Does it go to extra time? Does it go straight to penalties? No, uh, two what, two uh, fifteen-minute uh, halves and okay. then uh, penalties. Okay, all right. So pretty tr- pretty traditional there. Pretty so traditional, standing. but yeah. I like that. I, I like that. It doesn't go straight to penalties like some. You know, it's become a little more commonplace to see just straight to penalties. I think it's more of an MLS thing than anything but well it's, it's when you have condensed moving. schedule that's why you go to that because you don't want players playing overtimes a lot of injuries yeah, and right. if you're having to play midweek and stuff but because for us it's going to be next weekend I, I think 15 minutes 
you know, 30 minutes, 15 minute halves is, is great. And hopefully you don't get the penalties. Cause yeah. penalties are so, awful. Yeah. So, so <laughs> luck of the draw. Don't get but. me started on penalties. I mean, there's, it, there has to be, there's gotta be something, right? You, you can't just play soccer forever, but I hate penalties. Uh, I hate when penalties decide in pivotal matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go for the throw in the just, game. Yeah, you got yeah. you gotta. I mean, it's yeah. during the time, and that's that's what this club can do. We've seen them do. I think we saw them do, even though it was you know futile in that last match at home. We know they can step it up when they have to. We know they can try and manufacture something out of nothing. That's what I'm hoping for here. Is just to say, you know, there's no more strategy. It's all, you know, put it on the field and see what see what goes. Because we have our players, we have our game. We know how we play. We know how we pass. We know how we try and score goals. It's just a matter of doing it and doing it to 110 percent, 100, you know, 200 percent if you have to. But um, hopefully not injuring, right? And that's where Ricardo stands. Mm-hmm. You hope you do it in regular time. You hope you don't stretch yourself too thin for the next match. And right. it's all that that tournament mentality, right? That you yeah. have kind it's of going for this. And I think San Antonio is an interesting opponent, right? If we could talk about them for a second, in the sense of we've never played them. They're they're us, but slightly inverse. Uh, they they're more a little defensive, it seems like, than us in some ways. They like to win games one zero, you know, two zero, kind of thing. And and so if we're able to score a goal or two, we're going to make it much more interesting. It seems like they, you know, as Ricardo said, have a nice little stadium. I've driven by it a couple times on the outside of, of San Antonio. There that used to be Scorpions FC or whatever they were called back in the day. But it's it's a nice little place and. It's one of those things where it's going to be a interesting matchup when it comes yes. down to what they're doing. Ricardo, are you aware? Are, is their goalie, uh, is their keeper going to start this matchup? Their starting keeper. I know that he got injured in the last matchup, I believe. If I knew that information, I would have a lot of information about them. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that it doesn't work so that, that, that is, way. The other team doesn't share that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you've seen how the club you know, puts right. out upper body injury. Upper body. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of more information do you want, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> Good. On, Lower body injury. Right. It's so good. Uh, before we get before we get too much further, um, I would like to give shouts to um, our friends at the Fairweather Podcast. Uh, they had Harry from San Antonio on uh, on their podcast, which is which is a great preview uh, of this match as well. So please, if you haven't listened to them, uh, go subscribe to their podcast and listen. Uh, it, was, it was an awesome listen. Um, yeah, so. Chris has a little more familiar familiarity as a Mexico New Mexico fan sure. as well. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it nice was, to hear his take on it since as a person who's seen San Antonio a couple of times, and then Harry, obviously somebody who watches them all the time. It's cool. Uh, and it's pretty self-effacing. He was pretty, uh, um, you know, colorful in terms of the language he used both ways, not like, like uh, swearing or anything, but just like very much painting a vivid picture of kind of how San Antonio played this season. And he's done a decent amount of research to compare him here. And it sounds like he did a pretty good job uh, on that podcast. So I enjoyed listening to that before this as well. And I think that they, did a really good job. If you really want to learn a lot about San Antonio, it, it was a really good mirror kind of image. A right. bit. But so going into this, this, uh, this match, we, we've touched on it a little bit, but I wouldn't say they're on fire going to the playoffs. Nick, you touched on our form. I, I would definitely say we aren't either. Um, their last five matches, they have win, draw, loss, draw, win. Their last game of the season was against Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs which was for second in mountain. So that was a massive game. That was, that was to host this game. If, if Colorado won that game, um, we would be going to Colorado right now and not to San Antonio, but uh, San Antonio did win that game three zero in pretty, uh, 
pretty stunning fashion is at least what the um the long term or the 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 long uh, highlights showed me at least um but i would say that they're not in stunning form besides that 3-0 win and obviously you know we're we're not um on fire either per se but nick like you said you know we got the talent there's the talent is there and i kind of believe that you know we could pull this out so i there's there's a lot to be said about that and we'll kind of get into it um uh, San Antonio had 14 wins, eight losses, and 10 draws. Uh, San Diego Loyal had, uh, what was that, 14 wins, six draws, and 12 losses. So uh, significantly more losses, but also, um, uh, you know, not that many. At the end of the day, not that many less points. But regardless, um, it's going to be a great game. They, they've they've only given up 38 goals this season. Uh, SD Loyal has given up 43. So that's, you know, five goals in 32 games really isn't that big of a deal at the end of the, at the end of the day, but it kind of tells you the story that, you know, they don't give up a lot of goals. Drew, you kind of alluded to it. They win a lot of one, zero, two, zero games. I'd say their defense is, is, is semi-solid. I wouldn't say that I've watched a whole lot of, um, of their games this season. So I'm not going to give a full breakdown. Like I said, listen to Fairweather pod for that, but um, just from looking at the stats, um, it's, it looks like if we are given our chances, we really got to put them away. Yeah. So I'll, <clears throat> I'll say Please. real quick, they, we have a lot of possession. They have, I think the lowest amount of possession in the league. Ooh, I was going to say, yeah, it's going to be, um, I, I'm thinking this game's going to be a lot of us. And yeah. for hoping for a good referee, they have the most amount of yellow and red cards in the league. Ah, um, so, so there are very no fouls against us soon. Right, so it could be a KG rough game that hopefully our guys don't buy into their stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but from a possession, it's a big field. We'll take all the possession they don't want to have and, uh, and stretch them out. And I, I, I believe, I, obviously I'm a little biased, but I believe if we can beat any team in the league on a, on, when we're playing our game. Yep. And we have the, absolutely yeah. have the talent for it. And we've I seen think, that, I think, against Phoenix, against the class of the league, right? The people we can compare to, who people say are the best. Uh, we've stretched them out and we've done – we sliced and diced. And that's where you hope here. You get you get a goal within 15, 20 minutes. You get a goal within another you know 20 minutes to by half. If you're looking at least two goals by halftime for us, even if it's 2-1, I'm feeling very confident if we can stretch them and make them feel like they're bleeding a little bit and then they're just not used to it. So – that's where I'm coming from game plan wise. Obviously you want to score and you want to score early and score a lot, but that's where you have to focus on just really pressing a little more up maybe. And and that's what I'm hoping for with this team. That's just not used to, they've never seen us. They've never seen this loyal uh, style, right? Other teams have prepared for them. I'm sure they watched film. I'm sure they prepared this short week and trying to, to break down what we have and called everybody they know in Oakland and, and Phoenix and, and wherever, but it's one of those things where I'm I'm hopeful that's the case, right? To to see us really play through them in a way that maybe we haven't been able to other teams because they've gotten so used to us, right? Orange County, we could see this by the end of the year. Sacramento as well. They're just sitting back almost and waiting for us to come at them versus San Antonio in a playoff matchup, you're hoping is gonna be a little bit more stretched. So Nick yeah, like when thoughts you, when in terms you... of when you play a team four times in a season, you get to know them pretty well. Yeah. I, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, so, uh, Ricardo, I remember you telling me that, you know, at the at, at the OC game, in the OC stadium. I was talking to you and you were like, you play a team so much and, you know, you kind of start breaking down each other a, a little bit. And that, that, that game was painful. But right. um, this is going to be a whole new a whole new ball game. So um, yeah. on that note, Ricardo, thank you for joining us. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you got no. two, you got two young kids and mm. uh, you, you got a lot on your plate. So uh, thank you so much. Do you want to say anything else in, in advance of the, the club's first uh, first playoff game before you sign off? No, I mean, obviously this is historic. I can't, I can't thank you guys enough uh, for, for everything the past two years. This year has been incredible. Um, to answer some of the questions, yes, we practice PKs. Um, I think there was another, what was the other question here? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, yeah. Playoff rules already answered that, but mm-hmm. um, okay. So yeah, so you know, just just thank you guys. I I couldn't be more excited for 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 what's coming ahead. Not only this weekend we're playing in orange, um, goalkeeper in purple, um, but it's it's special. And and I think there is a possibility mm-hmm. that we we host a game the following week, and and that's going to be you know I hope we get there. But no matter what, it's been an incredible year. Um, there is going to be, I hope I'm not breaking too many news here, but there is going to be a special video that we've worked on that, that you guys all know Ryan. So like uh, that Ryan and, 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 and Kaz have worked on this week to put together with kind of a behind the scenes. So nice. I don't know if it's coming out tonight or if it's coming out tomorrow, but it's, it's really cool. Just information, kind of the background of how we're preparing and how things are getting ready, the players and how they feel and stuff like that. So and there's going to be an extended version of that that will show us at the watch party of whoever's there. There's a little bit of inside information that we don't want to put on social for the other team for obvious reasons, but happy to share with, with whoever is at the watch party. So, um, nice. and then from that, I would love to come back to a bigger forum once the season is over in December and, and talk about a little bit more transparency of how do we prepare for the future? What are we doing? What are some of the things we're changing? What do we want to do? What do you guys want to see different? Um, yeah, and so I, too, yeah. Yeah. I like stadium business, soccer, whatever you want to talk about. I would love to set up yeah. something a little bit bigger in person. Um, as much as I love to do more zooms, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think in let's person, do it in person. Is, is a let's better do way. It. Yeah. Let's do it together. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, just kind of prepare for that. Hopefully it's in December, uh, maybe even in January, depending on how this all goes. And we're doing celebrations in December. So just thank you. Just thank you for for everything you guys do. I know it's a lot. I know it's in after work or at work. Yes. Um, So appreciate it very much. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why. It's very much appreciated. Um, No, but you think – Your hard work, Ricardo. Yeah, the thank you goes back. And all I can say is – if if Andrew is listening, just just swipe that interim uh, tag right off of the title. Uh, the club I like to say acting. The yeah, club couldn't be in better hands. President. Yeah, it yeah, couldn't be in better yeah. hands. So um, yeah, I'm yeah. not worried about that part of it. To be honest, it's well, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> no, but like it, it is what it is. I feel like I'm doing the best that I can, and that's what I'll always do. And if that's right, it's meant to be. So right, right. But you're, I'm going to advocate for you for because itself and you exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you've but, done great work here and we're all very proud of you i think in some uh, regards as, as people who care about this community and understand how you love this community so we appreciate yeah. you steve sorry yeah. 
Thank you. No, no, no. That's that's that was perfectly said. So um yeah, thank you again, Ricardo, for joining us tonight. Uh like you said, December we'll definitely have you back on to do a maybe a full season recap, kind of an off season, yeah. you know, preview. What you know, talk about some feedback, talk about some surveys, that kind of stuff. We're, we're planning on doing a bigger member survey at the end of the year too. So we could probably share some of that kind of information with, with, uh, with you and with our members, uh, just so we can better everything, right? Mm -hmm. There's the whole goal is, is to better everything here. So uh, again, thank you so much for all your work. Uh, you know, the club, the club drives our, our passion. So cheers. Yeah. Like and, and your passion drives the club. So yeah. Thank you. Cheers. All right, man. Cheers. It's another one. Special edition stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank Have you, my man. All right, so I got it. That was a uh, that was Ricardo. That was awesome. Um, we are going to continue yeah, to so kind cool of to have him just sitting in and dropping in dimes here and there. <laughs> oh, we're wearing orange goalkeeper in purple. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, We'll continue I to decided that. Let's kind of continue to preview this match a little bit and kind of our feeling of it uh, at the end of the season. Um, I did get that text from Ricardo that he did have to bounce. Uh, like I said in in his exit, smooth. he's got a few. He's got a few young kids, so yeah, um, that's very smooth. I, just wanted, I wanted to I wanted to make sure that thank you, Nick. I wanted to make sure that he was uh, sent off properly. But uh, Nick, you kind of mentioned it, but honestly, I'm I'm kind of nervous going into this one. I, I feel like what Ricardo said is true that, you know, we can play our game. We can, we can win any game. Uh, we've seen yeah. that time and time again, but we're kind of limping into the playoffs right now. We haven't really been playing our game. We've been giving up goals. Um, I, I would say shots on target going straight to the keeper. That's the one thing that, and yeah. that is doing my head in the most. Is that yeah, we're getting I mean, shots on target, but they're going straight at the keeper every time. Yeah, I mean, and I would say the four-three game against Oakland. You know, we scored three goals. We scored three pretty good goals, but we gave up four. Right, like that only means yeah. so much when you don't win the game. So, I, I would say I, I, I'm fairly nervous going into this one. Um, do I have confidence? Yes. Am I optimistic? Maybe. Maybe I'm <laughs> optimistic. Uh, I'd love to say yes, right? I'd love to say yes, but. Um, it, it, it is hard. It is hard to, to have that when, when we've had the, the last four games and we'll kind of, I'll kind of fly through them, but the, the, the New Mexico game, uh, that late goal that, that, that they scored that, that tied that one, one, uh, that game ended one, one at home, uh, in kind of mid October, the next game, orange County away, um, mm. they scored that free kick goal and we just, we couldn't equalize. And that was a terrible referee, uh, that oh really should have been really should have, <laughs> Oh, I'll get you started, Nick. I'm talking to started. Um, that was, is a terrible, oh, terrible right. referee. Uh, we just, we, we didn't get the call and we couldn't score. Uh, then Oakland at home, that four, three game, uh, that, that own goal really killed our momentum. And then they scored a few bangers and then that late PK and then Sacramento, we just, we, we were up and we couldn't lock it home. But by that time it, it, it was out of our hands and OC scored and they had, they had second place. So really those four games, it's, it's hard to swallow, right? Drew? Right. It's, it's yeah. kind of like. Damn, it was in our hands. It was in our grasp. So I, did a, I did a full simulation, and it was like 98%. You're going to wait till you know? Ricardo left, and then you're going to be like, now nah, I'm scared. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I would have told him. No, just, <laughs> but no, he knows. He knows. And we talked about it today right. at the airport, right? And I think a lot of that has to do with the trend. The trend line right now, and we talked about this while we were all hanging out a little bit earlier at Cairo, is the trend line's scary. It's not great. It's very much like, 
we did a San Diego sports thing where we had second place wrapped up and we all started high-fiving and saying the 85% chance to wrap up second place, right? I think that's what it was when we were yeah. looking at the numbers with four games like 92. It was gnarly. Yeah. And we, we pulled the San Diego sports and we found that 8%. We found that, that yeah. sliver of a probability that we shouldn't host so a, a home game. And that's what I, and, right. And that's, that's <laughs> sadness. I think it's hard to not project our feelings, especially as fans who have been so deprived of having home games and, and getting to know our club in person to have a playoff game, right? That that's another thing we wanted and we wanted to have for us. To be fair, San Antonio is hosting their first ever playoff game. So congratulations, San Antonio. Good for them. And uh, no, no good for them. I, I'm not, <laughs> not happy, but I'm, you know, very much of the ilk of like, we, we should have been able to do it. And I think that's where we all are it's a little hard. bit nervous is to say, we know this club, we know what they're capable of. They, they rattle off eight, you know, unbeaten or seven unbeaten. Like they can do this. They can beat anybody. They can get somebody to PKs and make them make a mistake. We can do that. Um, I, we made Phoenix the year, last year when they went to the championship, you know, before they canceled it, they were on their knees. You know, they were done. We were ready to, you know, cut them right at the neck after halftime there. Um, and they said something very unfortunate right before halftime that made us not able to play the game. Mm-hmm. So to me, there, there's a possibility always, but it's very not, if you're, if you're looking at trend lines, not great. We're not in a great space. And I do think that there is a lot of concern, but if we score, I, there's two things to look at, right? We're going to possess the ball a lot. As Ricardo said, that seems to be almost a certain thing that we're going to have about 60% possession in this game. Can we get a shot on target in the first five to 10 minutes? And I mm-hmm. think from there, I will settle down a lot. If we can get a shot on target in the first five as, as um, Nick is saying, either, maybe a little bit wide of the post. So it's not at the keeper, but it would have been a goal, right? You know, where you're shooting for the post or where you get a shot on, but it's a very good save from the keeper. And if we do yeah, one of challenge those challenge the things, keeper, I will feel challenge. very good about this game. And to me, the first 10 to 15 minutes is crucial. You have to set a ton, especially on the road, especially in the playoffs. You have to walk in and say, I'm That's going to take this game from you. Because for them, they feel owed it. And I, and listening to Harry on that Fairweather pod, their fans feel like they should win this game. They feel like we've built as a level. We've gotten to where now we can host a game. We should win this game. We're doing pretty good. We have a good roster. And it's like, no, smash and grab. We're better than you. We played in the cutthroat Pacific division. And they, he also, in that podcast, by the way, um, and I think this is generally the consensus of our fans, too. Pacific's harder than mountain. And they think the mountain's harder than Pacific. We'll find out. Yeah. Right. And that's, That'd we just don't know. It's not a, none of it's proven. So I don't know. Yeah. That is the thing that we just don't know. And maybe we'll beat them and maybe Rio Grande will beat Phoenix. You just don't know. Right. And that's, that's the kind of that's thing the where playoffs. Yeah. And I mean, I, that, yeah. yeah, that's, that's the playoff system this year, right? Next year. I'm really hopeful that we go back to that traditional schedule where we play Agreed. each team in the Western home and away. Right. And there's mm-hmm. 17 teams and that's 32 games home and away. That's exactly how many we've played this season. That's exactly what I want. Right. I want to, then there's no debate, right? I mean, sure. There's gonna, always going to be debate, Western too. versus Eastern, but that's, mm-hmm. that's the nature of American soccer versus a, small country like England, right? Where they can play yeah. each, right. you know, each other 19 teams home and away. It was very different, but 
yeah, I, I'm really that's, that's a really good point, Drew, about the you know Pacific versus Mountain and and the, kind of that debate, right? Because El Paso has been phenomenal, but so has Phoenix. You know, and yeah. I hate to give credit to Phoenix, but they have been a very very good team. So and here we are, County kind of, and yeah, Oakland's yeah. even talented, it does. right? It like does. Oakland's yeah. Oakland, yeah, we're all punchy. Like I, yeah. I don't see anybody being a slouch in our division, and so to say that your division's clearly better than ours, it's like who knows, man? Like yeah, yeah. that's the thing is like all of it's comparable. It's a one game thing. I, I really trust Nate and I really trust Landon to have the right game plan. I think they're going to have the right idea. It's just a question of, can we execute? And again, I yeah, think that and, first 10 to 15 minutes is, is and, and, and shouts to Sammy. I mean, Chavo's like, you know, I love you, dude. You're awesome. Um, this is a good point. This is a phenomenal point. You know, um, and Nick, you, kind of, you kind of, you kind of alluded to this, you know, we've had a lot of chances and the shots go right at the keeper. If we finish yeah. our chances, if we finished our chances in these last four games, we definitely are hosting this game this weekend. And this is a very different yep. podcast and a di- very different conversation. We're probably having this podcast while we are tracing or painting a TIFO. But um, yep. here we are, you know, so that's, it's, it's a really good point. We have to take our shots on goal and we really need to finish them. You know, we, we have to spot them past the keeper, not at the keeper. And it's, it well, seems like it's, it seems like so trivial to say on a soccer podcast, but it seems like it needs to be said, right? You, yeah. you have to Gotta finish your boys. chances. Yeah, make more soccer points. <laughs> Perfect. It, yeah, um, it's been happening all season. And it just, it, yeah, it, it gets to a point where it gets frustrating as a fan to but see maybe shot after they shot. Holding back specifically mm-hmm. just for the playoffs, Nick. Maybe that's the dream. And like as a fan, that's what you have to put your hope in. Like that's what I have to believe is like come Friday, Friday morning, I'm gonna wake up and go, every chance that we've had fucked, that's gonna be in. Sorry, kids. Like that's <laughs> happening. And also with uh, to be fair, yeah, like we're we've we've gone through so much as a fan base who didn't know what this club was gonna be and didn't know what we were gonna do yeah. coming out of last year and didn't know where if this club would exist in like May or April of last year when we were like, do we have a team? Does it still exist? Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and even think about, I think, the, yeah, even think about the first four weeks of this season, right? We were own four. Yeah. That was, that mm-hmm. was rough, but you know, we right? battled and, and then we won what nine straight and it looked like it looked promising and it's hard. It's hard to put it in perspective. And this is for a postseason podcast, but um, you know, here we are in the playoff game and we really have to finish our chances. We have to be clean on the ball and like Ricardo said, you know, we're a possession-based team. We have the highest possession percentage in all of USL. Uh, we have to control the game and, 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 and slow it down and take our chances, um, create chances, but score. We have to score those chances. Yeah. We can't just yeah. let them waste. And that's been so frustrating. And it seems like the one game that we seem to score our chances was the Oakland game when we were chasing the entire match, right? Like, that has to be, and Landon said this in, in that post game presser was that has to be the mentality from the start, right? You got to mm. have that. You have to have you have to have that intensity from the start in order to to go up three one, and then and then you can sit back and defend. So it's it's very different. It's a very different mentality than what we have had, and I just kind of hope that the boys get up for it for it this week. I'll be super interested to see um, position broken down by area of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, just saying we had this much position doesn't tell. Uh, an accurate story of effectiveness of the position. So, I'd, good point. I'd love to yeah, see I mean, a breakdown totally. of our position for a few different points. Let's let's start pulling in some comments here. Uh, um, this is a good question. You know, who is due to produce? Who hasn't really produced? I was going to ask that. Who do you guys think is going to score first? Like, Nick, who do you who do you yeah. think is going to score our first goal 
I don't like to think if we score first, who's going to score our first goal? Nick, if, I, if we're going to score in my dream scenario, score in the first 15, 20 minutes, who do you think is due to produce? I want it to be Jack Blake because I love Jack Blake. However, that's Jason. Jason, right after that, said Blake, he had two chances last game. I think that's that's pretty dead on. Um, I think that's where most people would like to see because that unlocks a lot for us, right? If they start treating Jack as a dangerous goal threat, it unlocks a lot of the rest of our offense in a way that I, just hasn't been there the last four games or you know month or two since he's been out. I think it's going to be Augie, even though I want it to be Jack. I think Augie <laughs> is going to is going to cut in from like coming one of the channel, move into one of the channels, and 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 get across. Like he's at the that, far post. He's got that kind of knack, like that natural finish, you know, kind of he instinct. Does. You just kind of want to see a little bit more of it. And I think one more season here at San Diego Loyal would really like hammer that home. And then I think he'd have a phenomenal career from there. Cause I, he's got every tool, but I think he just needs a little more playing time to like let mm-hmm. that natural instinct kind of foster and like, let that exist a little more. Um, but that's, that's kind of me saying, come back, Augie, we love you. But, um, <laughs> He loves being here too. It yeah, I can like tell. He loves being yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. We, saw, we told that story last Happily week. Happily, it's, it's tough. Um, so, but Tim Brown agrees with you guys. He, he says Augie. Jason also says Augie missed some sitters too. So, yeah. I think there's a, there's I mean, some the fire in everybody's belly. No, Greg, yeah, I mean, Greg said Colin. I would love to see Colin get involved. That he's would be that banger exciting. that one week. Yeah, he, I love he, the way he can just come out of nowhere. Yeah, I love the way Colin carries the ball as well. Yeah, he dribbles well with the ball and carries it. Up the field, I really like that about Colin. Yeah, he's got that yeah, ball progress. I, that I think. I also think, like for some reason, Corey, like maybe just because he understands this, this team and he's not phased by it, and he's played them before, you know, and he's just like whatever. San Antonio, I've been here a couple times, you know. Yeah, I've scored goals here, you know. Like maybe he just walks in and just takes the game by the neck in the eighth minute. Like that would get us going, right? Especially Corey. Corey gets the team going. So yeah, you just never know. I, I tend to think that Corey scores in games where he's not the only goal scorer, right? Corey tends yeah. to score in games where it's like a party, where you get like yeah. two to three, four goals. And his one's so, always like, a scrappy a goal, goal as well. Yeah. He gets, Which he, I'll he take anytime. He's, he, he gets that he's right. shark, right? Classic shark. He gets a little blood in his mouth. He, he wants more. So that's where I'm going to say Herzog. Herzog's my guy. If we can get right um, that going there. But it's, I just it's think, one of those things I just, where... Yeah, I just think Blakey's overdue. I'm gonna go with with my gut yeah. and say Blakey's overdue. I mean, he was on fire early this season with a lot of bangers from outside the box. Um, he a lot of assists. Yeah, he came back from injury and he just hasn't really been the same. I don't know if it's because the team seemed to click a lot when he was out, and it's just kind of been a. We talked about this a few weeks ago that you know how do you reintroduce a player when the team is clicking? This is maybe a month and a half ago, yeah. two months ago now. But how do you reintroduce a player that of his quality when the team is seemingly clicking so well without him? But at the yeah. same time, True. you can't ignore his quality that he brings. So um, if he's healthy, I think he's a, he's a dead-on starter. Um, and I think that he's got he's to do something. He's got to be involved. And he's, just, he, he's, he's won a championship with, with Real Monarchs years ago. He was the captain of that team. Uh, he, he's got that he's got that factor. reason through the playoffs. He's got yeah, that factor to step yeah. up when it matters. So I, I, I kind of expect him to be involved this week. Um, and if he's not, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, he has that fire. He looked very inspired as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to so see. I'll, so I'll throw this out there. Um, uh, would you start Austin or would you would you stick with Dylan? What, what do you, what do you guys think? Ooh, Dylan had a great game last time. I know. 
I feel like consistency is important. So as much as I love Austin, I think I would pick Dylan just for consistency's sake. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the hot hand right now, right? I mean, he had a phenomenal game. He had a, a couple of really good stops and a couple of really good times that he charged and he 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 got on the ball. I I think the question I asked, there's no right answer, right? Austin's been amazing yeah. all season. Uh, it's hard. Dylan had a, he had a great game, and you can't deny that. So yeah, yeah, I I I don't know what the answer is, and I think it's it's one of those it depends things where on, I'm I'm fortunate yeah, I'm not landed in eight. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's why they get paid the money. Watch a lot yeah. of film on the center backs for San Antonio and how high. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's a good, that's a really good player point. of the pitch. Can I What's send a ball style? In farther yeah. with Austin or no? And I think like that's that's where to me like I'd have to say one or the other. And yeah. so they'll make the right choice, I'm sure. But if you're basing it on hot hands, Dylan's a great keeper. I mean, he's he's obviously got the pedigree. And he's a, he's got a good resume and and showed that. It's just a question of is Austin better suited and do they feel more comfortable? Do they feel more settled possibly with Austin, even if Dylan's hot right now? So like that's, those are the questions where, you know, that in training, we don't know that mm-hmm. we, we can speculate from the outside. Uh, Guerrero's name's on my wall. So I'm, I'm yeah. sacrilegious if I don't say Austin. <laughs> so I'll say Austin. And then Nate, the Nate and for argument, I, I like watching yeah. him back there. I like watching him ping passes. I think we're more dangerous going forward with Austin back there. And Nate and Landon have access to, to game footage and stats and data that we don't have access to. That else also helps make decisions. Health, you know, just general, yeah. like weekly health. You know, how do you feel? How do you feel good? You know, Austin took a shot at the end of that game um, to Oakland as well. Like it, it wasn't mm-hmm. the smallest shot. He was he was on the bench. The like week, but like that was not a easy, you know, he took a big hit to the chest there. So it's, you know, maybe it's fine, but um, you know, those are always the questions we don't know. We don't know any of that. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see and, and see who shows up and people are speculating in the comments on who showed up in the plane pictures or not. There was players who showed up before, by the way, the whole team showed up. So if you're looking at like just certain footage, certain yeah. people escape pictures and were kind of smart and kind of got out before the pictures happened yeah. and other people skated through. So, um, yeah. There was we even did that looking back, like, did I see this person? I don't right, know. Right. The other the other truth is they might have been dropped off by somebody else or been dropped off at the airport separately. Um, yeah. and we just or might not be traveling for reason. Well, not, might not be traveling with a team on that flight, but might be meeting there for some sure. other reason. So exactly. we don't know. Never just did. because yeah, he wasn't, wasn't on that flight. flight. Yeah. Yeah. But um <clears throat> So I, I think I'll kind of lay it out here. I'll say my starting the rest of my starting eleven, and you guys um, throw it out there if you disagree. But um, easily, I'll put Laraz at left at right back. I'm sorry, Callum and Callum and Yarrow if he's healthy. Yarrow, you know, I did notice Yarrow was at the airport. Um, I did have a little Look bit good. of a conversation with him, and I said, "Hey, how you feeling?" He goes, "I'm feeling good. You know, I'm hoping to play. I think it's going to be final checkouts." Like like Drew mentioned, he was at the watch party with us um, on on Saturday or on Saturday. And uh, uh, he he didn't play in that game. He obviously had had that injury at Orange County, um, mm. but he seems to maybe Thanks, be healthy. I'm I'm hope I'm hopeful. I I, I don't know. You, you hope know, he just, held just, they held him out of that game just to have him start this game. That's what you're hoping, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. Yeah, the, the, well, the, Jerry, the, the news that I was just I was just getting. To that <laughs> news. I, I think I think he's good. I just I don't know. The question I asked we could have really, asked Ricardo, but he skipped out before we could weirdly ask him. <laughs> before I could put him on the spot. <laughs> No, I, I asked I asked Yara. I said, "How are you feeling?" He said, "I feel good." I'm not the kind of person who's going to ask him, "Are you in the lineup? Are you healthy?" 
are you going to play? That's, that's just not me. I said, you know, are you good? Are, yeah. are you, how are you feeling? And he goes, I feel good. I, I think it's going to be a final checkout. You know, the, the training staff nice. there in San Antonio, they're, they're going to give it their all. And we'll see. I, I, just, I, I, I think he's a warrior. I really hope. I he's really hope. Cause, because the, the game he was out of oh, the Oakland game, we gave out four goals. So yeah. um, he's I, definitely I, a rock. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Elijah left back. I mean, there's, there's just no, no, he's like the first guy on the team sheet at left back. Wait, wait, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, I want to debate the, the Montgomery Stoneman choice because you just blazed over that like it was a short choice, but Stoneman, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I agree with you, but I, I, I want to, I want to see know. your reason. I, I, I think it's I'm more kind of a Stoneman over Montgomery guy, but it's kind of a gut feeling. It is a playoff match. Yeah. It's a playoff match. It's just kind of a gut feeling. Do you want Grant in there when he's going to get a yellow in the thirtieth? And you know, <laughs> you know he's. <laughs> yeah, but if if well, if um, San Antonio are a, a physical team, like Ricardo was saying, you want you want an enforcer. You know, that's, you want an enforcer yeah. to, yeah, to yeah. give and a little it, back. And I think it goes back to the point that that uh, you made earlier. Like, it it's going to depend on the matchups. And I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say that I'm a, I'm a San Antonio expert. Like, are there strikers, yeah, yeah. are there strikers we don't fast? Know. Are there strikers yeah. fast? If their strikers are fast, yeah. then I want Callum in there. If their strikers are, are physical and if they're tall and, and great on, on set pieces and headers, then I want Stoneman in there, right? It's, it's going to yeah. be kind of that balance. And I, and I'm not going to sit here and, and, and pretend that I'm some expert and I've done my, my super duper homework on, on them. Um, but my kind of my gut just says Callum. I think he's in good okay. form, and I think he's. I think he's. I think he's. He's the right guy. Um, but again, it, again, if 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 the, if the tape and the opposition tells me Stoneman, then we'll. Yeah. You know, that, then it's one of those positions where where you have options, and, For sure. and both options are good options. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then the midfield, I think, kind of speaks for itself. Uh, Charlie is just the rock. And he's our captain. Um, I mean, Zizo is, is, is the club captain, but, but he's obviously hasn't had a whole lot of minutes this year. Uh, Charlie is the, is the, is the field captain. Um, Colin, uh, is, is it gotta be in there? Uh, Blakey and Guido are the other two kind of central midfield central midfielders, maybe rotate out wide. Um, we seem to have a really good rotation where we kind of have a four, three, three going, but one of those players, you know, rotates wide and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dynamism there in, in, in midfield slash forward. Uh, and then I would say the last two players would be Toomey and Augie. Those would be my, that would be my 11. Yeah. It's almost like a four, two, four these days. Kind of a little bit. Yeah, it is. That It, it where, is kind of interesting. It's almost like a scorpion four, two, four. Cause it's never four <laughs> going forward all the time, but it's like any one of these four guys could come forward at any moment kind of thing. And so it is, it is very interesting. I I'm very much with you there. Uh, yeah, I, I can't choose okay. anybody besides Tumi and Nagi up top. They're who score. And, uh, you know, Corey would be the other person where, again, it's like, do you like his chances in a way that you might rotate, rotate out Blakey and keep Blakey as a super sub? Or do you keep Corey as a sub? And I think that's kind of the major decision to have here. And it's the, the pivotal role to yeah. rotate somebody out on. I don't know otherwise. Hey, and I. You, I Kind of I, here. I would oh. certainly say Corey is left out, and that's that's hard for me to kind of do. Um, I just true, I, but I just, he you know hasn't been as like productive maybe, as the other two forwards. Yeah, and and maybe he's a 60th minute, you know, something like that, uh, kind of mm-hmm. fireball off the bench. I say the other guy that doesn't get a whole lot of recognition from the stats, but has been so solid for us this year has been Miguel Ibarra. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like 
part of it is he, he, he his legs don't seem to have aged as well as his mind and like as well as he plays the game and i feel like sometimes he plays intelligent player he plays it a little slower than others but at the same time yeah like you said he's he's got that kind of knack for the game and he does a lot of the little things when i rewatch the game i'm kind of like well you know he he, miguel just passed that ball five passes ago and that's what made this whole sequence work you know he's got that kind of he he does the things that you don't recognize in games so I wouldn't, win be, I wouldn't too. be mad. I, mean, I would not be mad if he was in if he was in the starting lineup. I would not be mad. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's that means honestly, they see a weakness he can exploit usually. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, and and and, and really good point, Jason. You know, Miguel Ibarra has been a winger his entire career, and this year he slotted in his right back when Laraz went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ibarra played right back, and he's never really played as a defender, um, and that's asking a ton out of old, some older legs. Uh, and he's yeah. slotted in really well, so. Yeah, I think LaRaz is first choice, but if if Ibarra, you know, say he either starts or he comes in even at 45 or say 55 or 60 minutes, I would not be bad about that at all because I think he's done phenomenal no. and he brings a completely different game. So that would be the yeah. only other one I would say maybe, but um, otherwise I, I'm pretty happy with that. My lineup is a little I mean, bit football different. football talk. <laughs> yeah. So backline, back I agree. Backline – Lock, lock and black, lock in the back line. Same, same. Right. Uh, I was at first thinking Charlie and dropping Guido into the midfield, but then I was thinking if the team is a little bit more physical than a lot of the other teams, Guido gets fouled a lot. True. And on attacking plays, he always gets fouled. So I'm thinking I put Guido on the bench to come in as a super sub. Colin, Charlie in the midfield, same, same. Then Toomey on the bench is another super sub. Wow. And I bring in mm. I bring in Dougie on the right with Raz because there's been a great chemistry between those two on the right-hand oh. side when Dougie Dougie's and Raz were together. very invasive. Really, really good. Balls over the top to Dougie for Dougie to run onto with his legs. So I'm really liking that chemistry on the right-hand side. So my right side will be Raz and Dougie. And then I put Blake in behind the striker. Augie up top, and then left-hand side. Ooh. Ibarra? Yeah, I'm thinking Ibarra, but a sub in, like, the 55 to 60-minute mark. Mm -hmm. Bring on Toomey. Who's this Nagelsmann manager making, like, 42-minute subs? (laughs) (laughs) In this football manager scenario? Just because it's uh, it's going to be a super physical game, players are going to get really oh, tired yeah. battling. Well, you want to have some no, good I, legs I on the bench. With you. And Landon, Landon and Nate have made early subs. They're, they're well, not and, a, a, above making like a 40 or 35-minute sub if they have to. Yeah. And, no, and, I'll chime in, and I'll chime in with something that, that, um, that Ricardo said earlier. It's a big pitch. They, the, this stadium, you know, they have a big field, mm. um, and that's that's – that that plays into possession soccer that we play, but it also plays into counterattacks, seeing ourselves vulnerable. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean the points you made about Ibarra running late, uh, I, I kind of made some counterpoints against against it with his legs. But yeah. as a sub, yeah, if he can give thirty minutes, give it his all. That's a different story. Um, especially Toomey, yeah. Um, you know, if Toomey's fresh pace late, super sub. That's a really good point too. 
Um, yeah, my left wing is lot, the, you know, the place that is, I'm not too sure about. And here, and it, like we mentioned before, there's no more table. There's no more, you know, oh, we mm-hmm. got to save mm-hmm. Toomey for next week. This is it. You know, go all out. This The only thing that matters right now is this win right now, tonight yeah. or Friday night. So yeah. there is no more holding back. Um, and yeah, it, the subs are going to matter a lot and, and maybe, you know, potential injuries or whatever happens that's going to change the game. But um, I, I feel like our depth is going to be tested and I think it's it's going to be okay. I, I remember talking a lot early on in the season about depth being my concern and I'm not as concerned as I was um, early on. So I I, I don't know. I, I, I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. I'm so interested and I, I'm almost more interested because it's a new opponent, right? We've seen, we've seen so many of those, these other teams so many times these past couple seasons, we know how orange County plays. We know how Phoenix plays. We're we sick know of how them. LA plays. Yeah. Guys. Kind of sick yeah. of them, but this is going to be interesting. Right. And, and um, it's, it's a yeah. different team. It's a different look and it's winner take all. There's, there's no holds. <laughs> there's, there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. Yeah. I think um, the game is going to come down to subs and, um, using your subs smartly and when yep. you use them break up the momentum of the other team is getting some momentum in the game slowing down the game break up momentum with subs i feel yeah, like I mean, that's what this game's going to come down to and we talked a lot as well about you know loyal is really really good at home and away from home we struggle but i i, I i'm very interested if this game is different right because i think the home versus away is is a mentality thing um and I'm really interested to see if if they get up for the playoff game. How do we come off the first five minutes? What does the team look like five minutes in? Right? Are we are we playing with the ball? Are we playing confident? Are we playing two touch soccer? Or are or are we timid? And are we passing it backwards a lot? And are we really just trying to can you know sit back and hold the ball and see how it, let the game kind of come to us? Or are we going to take it to it? I'm, yeah. I'm really interested to see how this goes. Like the first I said five minutes, first five, 10, 15 minutes. I want really to see gonna, the boys go for it. It's gonna, yeah, exactly. See, it's it's gonna set that tone. Yeah, yeah, are we gonna are we gonna kick off and go for it? We're gonna take it to them and say, hey, you know, we're here. We're gonna win this game. Let's go. Or are we gonna go? Yeah. Hey, we scored know, within a minute. Let's before. see. Let's, let's go patient. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. But it's, I don't it's want. Yeah, very interesting. I want to see a cautious player. I want to see. I want to. I want to go see go, them go all out. It's a playoff match. Let's just go for it. It's gonna be. Yeah. Fight. Yeah, gonna be very very. So I want to see. Let's talk about what we're gonna watch. Yeah, let's talk about that since we're Perfect. wrapping up here a little bit towards we the are. end of the hour or so. So the we're a little over an hour or so. Yes. But that's typical for this. But our hour is like a baker's dozen. You get a, you get a <laughs> uh, so, you know, watching on TV, it's going to be a night again. Nice little stadium. Um, by little, I mean what we would ideally want here. Uh, we just don't have free land like they do in Texas unless it has oil on it. So we're going to be watching at Stone outside again it seems like uh mm-hmm. not we did get tell we get we did get told we did get told this time that uh we will not have drums uh for this next There's a wedding they will have on. some events yeah. weedings these damn it's weedings these weeding. Yeah. we don't need so no there there's no we 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 can sing our voices and they can't stop us from clapping and singing exactly. but uh there will not be drums this time for, I believe, Greg and whoever asks, but we will have that same outdoor space. So dogs, children, bring a chair, camping, bring a blanket. Camping chairs, yeah. Yeah, camping chairs. No camping tents, because then <laughs> I will knock it down like Godzilla. 
uh, I'll just stomp all over it. So I'm gonna so I'm other gonna, people can see behind you. But. I'm gonna interrupt here just because I I I, I just wanted to clarify. This is silliness. Um, Go ahead. The yeah. um the watch party is inside at, at Stone. Is it inside the Stone? We're not in the. I just I just clarified. I just clarified because I was worried the game is at six o'clock, so I was worried about the sun slash sunset. Don't bring um, camping chairs. I just clarified the, the watch party is inside. Inside. They have chairs for you apparently. So never <laughs> don't bring camping chairs. I just I wanted to goes. make sure we got Except we got for that no correct. drums. Yeah. Good but thing you thought we were doing it outside. <laughs> yeah, I think the sun Welcome is to the discourse. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the sun podcast. is slightly prohibitive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But so um, we will be inside. No drums. No children. Okay, fine. Children. No dogs. Children. Uh, but yeah, so inside Stone Brewing, Liberty Station, um, it will be fun regardless. Yes. Well, and the beer will be All good. All the children. Beer will be flowing. Um, okay, any other, like Drew said, we are one hour, 12 minutes in. Any other thoughts? Um, I think I've covered all mine. Uh, I want to be outside at Stone, but apparently there's a weeding. Weeding. Yeah, well, don't have any other thoughts. Right on. Well, this blank. All right, well, that's it uh, for the regular season, and we are here for the playoff match here in two days. Um, we are going to stick around here for some post-game, post-podcast um, fun. If you guys want to hang out, we will be hanging out. Otherwise, uh, insert music. Goodbye. Goodbye.